the biggest thing that people forget is when you learn something, put that out. When you receive, give that back. The knowledge is an energy that has to circle because the, the knowledge in itself is not the power. It's what you implement and what you give out is power, right? This is the Next Peak Podcast, where we help you redefine success and achieve goals that are actually important to you based on research and real life stories. I'm your host, Clint Herndon, and I've got a first today. Hey, you guys are lucky to be tuning into this one. I have an international guest for the first time on my show. Coach D, Diana Lugali, is on my show today. She is an award-winning international success and business coach. She's currently focusing on teaching female entrepreneurs how to rapidly launch and scale their businesses online. And she has had some tremendous success in helping her clients reach up to $40,000 in a month in 90 days or less. So the one thing that I love about her beyond that description, if you go to her website, it says it all. She is a freedom architect. And I'll let Diana, Coach D, why don't you tell me what a freedom architect is? And thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be on the other side, right? Um, and yeah, thank you. Thank you. So freedom architect, like most of the time, like, and I don't know what inspired me actually to call myself, but it was like one of my biggest, my core values. It is freedom. And sometimes we think like, ah, that has to be something with money or has to be something with time freedom. I get to do what I want and when I want. But for me, it actually is a freedom to be who I am. It's such a core value that I get to express myself, that I get to to be in this world and to offer my gift. So like, and I help other people to design that life for themselves. I think that kind of inspired me to call myself a freedom architect. <laughs> I love it. And you've applied that in really every aspect of your life, at least in the short time we've gotten to know each other. You're a mother, you're an educator, you've got this podcast also called Fearless and Successful, and then you're coaching all these incredible people all across the globe. So what does that look like when you say you've explored this freedom and it's a core value of yours? What does that look like in these other aspects besides just a financial aspect for you? Yeah. So just When I was starting my business, I would say we are starting our business and we are saying like, yeah, it has to be financial gain, right? It has to be profitable. So I would say to yes to every client, basically, we're just in, we're in fourth gear of our coaching business. I've been an entrepreneur for 17 years, but now just in in coaching business, I am in a place where I can say no to a client. That feels freaking awesome. If if it doesn't align with my mission and I, I see my clients as my ambassadors, they're the ones who will create those ripple effects, right? If I impact them and they're going to go and impact their families, they and their clients, and we create this rip, big ripple effect of inspiration and impact, right? So I... I am very honored to work with people who have this first heart centered, who have this big idea that they are here with a greater purpose that is beyond just me and, and you, right? It's really healing and, and helping this planet and humanity to be better. So yeah, I'm 
it's, it's a great vision, but this is where I am right now. And it feels darn awesome because it wasn't easy to come here. <laughs> yeah, no, I can relate. I remember that, that first time where I got to turn down a client that I just knew was not a good fit for my company. And it is a very freeing thing to realize, oh my God, we're actually pretty stable, right? I don't have to do this just to put food on the table. But I, so give me an idea of what it looks like in a day in your life. You're helping people, right? But what does that look like when you're coaching these folks and helping them to find their path to, to freedom? So this point, like it's really where it feel that they are stuck and they're like, okay, so I don't know. I have an idea. I want to run this through. I don't know how. And they got on a coaching call and we were just like identified what it is that it's actually going on because it's never the how. We think that there is a how, but we all have tools, information, resources. And sometimes it's just like seeing we don't know what we don't know. And when you have a coach, when you have a mentor, or when you come into a coaching space with with someone who can see your blind spots, who can see something that it's hit beneath that initial problem, that gives you so much power and so much like, hey, <laughs> this is fun. This is cool. And it takes like really two or three minutes to identify what it is that is going on. Because with powerful questions, like you can identify what is the feeling that it's going on. Because every time we get into a coaching situation, it's always a fear. It's a lack of something. And that fear just cripples people. Like they are overthinking something and yeah, just help them to overcome that fear and, and, and insecurities. Yeah. And in the short time that I talked to you and then actually you had me on your podcast, I walked away like a big smile on my face and I was whistling and it was just, it's interesting the way that you ask questions. I don't know what, I don't, you have a unique way of kind of bringing out information, but I think that that comes from your experience in life and, mm. and just the, the little bit that I know about your story, I think. And, and I'd love to just kind of have you unpack that a little bit. Like, how did you get where you are today? And then... I'll ask you some follow-up questions once we kind of unload that. As much as I love to consume, I'm also a big creator. So I don't cripple myself. I pride myself with not being perfect, which I needed to overcome. And we discussed that as well. But it's really about creating something because we are here. We are on this planet. God, higher self, like whatever you believe in, universe put you on this place to create, to co-create with your creator. And I think that the biggest thing that um, people forget is when you learn something, put that out. You, when you receive, give that back. Just like the knowledge is an energy that has to circle because the, the knowledge in itself is not the power. It's what you implement and what you give out is power, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is I always make sure that I know what support I need. So whether that's like now in this stage, I need relationship support. I need someone who will really like show me I'm going through an, a divorce, which is and this is the first time that I'm actually saying this publicly. And I just need to be not to be nice to myself, to be kind to myself. And it's more of a life coaching because up to this point, I was always obsessed with business coaching and had these business mentors. And my friend said, D, I think that this time for you to get some, some other support and knowing which, what support you need, that's crucial. So you're not also chasing this shiny objects, right? One is we have a bunch of offers out there, right? But if you are this person who is always in a fear of missing out, 
you will chase an offer and support that it's not relevant to you, right? So it's really important that you what support you need and get the mentor that will support you in that. And the third thing is surround yourself with people who will not just rah, rah, rah and cheer you, but will so stretch you. But they will say, hey, I know that you are capable for more. I know that you can do more. Let's just kick some asses together, right? So collaborate and surround yourself with people who will stretch you a little bit, right? And where does that experience, when you look back at your story, where does that kind of come into play? And if people go to your website, they can read a little bit about it. But I think the thing that stuck out to me is that you humbled yourself, but that does not mean looking down on yourself. So you did what you had to do in the time, but you had your eye on something bigger. Can you talk about that experience? I'm a migrant kid, right? I'm an underdog. Like I come from a tough childhood. It was hard. I always needed to wrestle and, and find my spot. And then it was always like, you're stinking kid. And I always needed to find my voice. And it was hard, man. I would come home and I would cry and I would, my mom would come in and said, what's wrong? And I would be like, these kids, they don't understand me. And she would say like, it's okay. I didn't speak the language, which is kind of a repeating story of my, and I would speak to my Barbies. I would put my Barbie dolls on my bed and I would say, Hey, you were meant for more. And I was this seven year old motivational speaker. And when I look back and when I reflected, I always knew that's my path. I always knew that I am meant to inspire people. I didn't know how will that look like, but going through my own difficulties, adversities, I knew, oh, I always knew that universe is giving me these greater lessons because I'm, I'm so strong that I can overcome and then they, I can go and teach that. And I can show people that despite of everything that is going on in their life, they can overcome. It's not so hard as it seems. So I think that was something that was put into me. And even if it seems hard sometimes, I see the light. I I always trust that there is something greater. Yeah, that's amazing. And in that process, you've developed this. I think you said you've learned to befriend your fears, I think is what you told me. Mm-hmm. We have a tendency to look at other people and go, oh my gosh, they're, they're fearless. They, they never, they're never afraid of anything. They just go out and do stuff. Look how amazing it is. But what's the truth in the fears that come up and then how do you deal with them? How do you have this friendship or uh, relationship with fear in your life? Yeah, I eat fear for breakfast. Use <laughs> just a funny quote. But really, seriously, I don't, I never want to be comfortable because we know that growth comes from outside of the comfort zone, right? One of the, my, my basic human needs is to grow. And probably like your listeners will identify, we have to grow. And I think that for me, that growth always looks like because I had some fearful moments in my life that I overcome. And I think I have to constantly expose myself to fear. But when babies are born, they know only two types of fear, fear of height and fear of loud noise. That's the only primal fear. Everything else is just the story that we bought into. So I'm constantly asking myself, who do I need to be today to be greater than I was yesterday? What do I need to overcome? How do I need to show up? And sometimes it's like, hey, you have to make an uncomfortable call. Hey, you have to make an uncomfortable post. You have to have an uncomfortable conversation. You have to, whatever that looks like. And I tend to ask myself that every single morning when I um, wake up, when I do my meditation and, and I go towards that. I, I find that voice in, in me and it 
oftentimes it's the right thing. And when you've leaned into these fears and just done the thing, even though you were a little bit afraid to do it, does it ever turn out as bad as you pictured it turning out in your mind? <laughs> no, never. Because I think it's also, and sometimes if the fear really, like so recently, it was like really signing a contract to move and after being married for 21 years, it was like, I was like, man, like that's, that was hard. Like I'm actually going on my own. And I was holding a pen. I was like, holy cow, this is happening. But then when I said it, it was a relief. It was such a big relief. And it was kind of a, yeah, that's a new journey to freedom. Yeah. And so you're actually getting to live this out right now, unfortunately, under the circumstances, but you now have the tools in place where you, you can talk to yourself and you can kind of counsel yourself through this. When you start successful people, I always love to hear, what are the tools that you've used? You started to talk about a few of them. Are you one of these types of people that has like a five-year plan and a 10-year plan and then you break those down into to goals and how you're going to achieve that? What does that look like for you? Yes, yes. yes. I'm, a, I'm a huge planner. Like, so my mantra is dream big, plan for success and impact the world. So I'm a big planner. Nothing happens. Like, I really love to reverse engineer everything. So... One of my big vision for 10-year vision is to have a school for young girls in tech. So I don't even know where, like what it is. But every time I do something, I ask myself consciously, is that like, is this the right thing? Like I really ask myself, is, is this conversation, will this be the path to that? Will this contact gets me closer to that goal? Like it's really that simple. But beyond that, like I go, well, okay, so... 10 years, five years, three years, one year, what, like, so quarter and month. And I go into perennial as a day and I ask myself like three daily acts of greatness. What are three daily acts of greatness that I have to do? And this is so intentional. Like I'm so intentional about everything that I do. Like if we say like now in six weeks, we are hosting a business retreat. Everything that, that I do right now it is leading to that. Is seeding and breadcrumbing to that. Nothing is left like, you know, a, apart from that. Everything goes there, right? So yeah, I'm very intentional. I plan my week. I have tons of notes, tons of books, planners. And it's really cool to to be so intentional. And you can see once you document everything and when you look back, like in your planners, like, yeah, it's where the success is because I don't leave anything to coincidence. <laughs> so if you're looking at a, a big, goal and you're breaking it down into daily activities, can you just give a practical example of what would be those three three activities that you would do today to achieve that goal in the long term? So today, so <laughs> this is so fun because we are actually revamping the full, our funnels and our landing pages, which will be something that we will teach on upcoming summit, which that summit leads to, we are selling our business retreat data on that summit. So today it was really like sitting with my team and just checking in. What are our funnels? So what, are, what is our website look like? What do we need to improve? What do we need to strip away? Because that was like basically today, all day long, like for four hours, we were sitting and just like doing that and having a conversation like with people like you. I think it always gives you that contact and it gives you like, if not you, maybe someone else knows like some someone who will need that, whatever. So really having that clear uh, intentional throughout the day helps you to achieve anything you want. So when you look back at all the folks who you've helped 
in the last four years, do you have like a favorite, and you don't have to name them, but maybe a favorite success story? Yeah. <laughs> and I will name her because she knows like she's my favorite person. And I love to talk about her because she was, she, she, became my founding member in my signature program, Launch Academy, which is a funny story. We became really good friends. She became my coach, my speaking coach. And then we became partners. And now after, so 2019, she joined my program. Now after, so what is it? Two and a half years. We are actually, she's going to be my MC at my business retreat. She's coming here from Ukraine. So Natasha is my success story. We just recently been both featured at uh, Tony Robbins and Dingros Yossi event alongside with Jibran, Tony Robbins and, and Dingros Yossi on the lineup, which was pretty epic, like a really a monumental moment. So yeah, she is my biggest success story. That's awesome. So looking back at, at your life and your life experiences, if there was one thing that, that you would hope people would take away, like one lesson that you said, hey, here's these lesson for life, what, what would that be? Trust yourself. Like, like really, I think that ha- having faith and, and trusting yourself that you're on the right path. And I know that this is so intangible. Like this is something that people will always tell you, but when you really have faith and you believe in yourself, you can conquer everything. Like that's going to really help you to build that resiliency. Just to mention a few like things that happen in during my short life, I went through everything like burnout and now divorce, EVF, like moving countries, cleaning, which was not, it was not um, so much of a physical work, but it was more mental because I always knew that I was meant for more. And then I have these bosses who were bullies and they would tell me, you can't speak Swedish, like you're not you're just a cleaner. And that felt hard to, to really overcoming that imposter syndrome to get to a place where, hey, I do have something to offer. I do know that my clients appreciate me for what I do, you know, what I create and start small. I think that sometimes we compare ourselves with someone else's success that is so far away. Just like take where you are right now and fly with that because we all start at zero. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I had to learn when I was growing in my business or, or even as a person is that everybody has the same fears and the same shortcomings and they've learned to, like you said, befriend them or push through them or have a, some type of track record where they can go, you know what, I'm fine. Like this is going to be fine. So I love what you're talking about there. But before I get into the last question that I have for you, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? I'm falling in love with Instagram. I don't know why. It's just, it's just my, my realist me. <laughs> I love to dance. Uh, I have fun uh, on reels. So yeah, if you want to just get the, the raw and real D, that's the best way to connect with me. And of course, like listen to the podcast. It's funny. We have so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll make sure we have the links to your website and the uh, podcast. The Fearless and Successful Podcast is the name of it. If you guys want to go directly there, okay. So, what are your what are the tools that you still use? You talked a little bit about having a, a coach with Natasha. She's helping you with your speaking. Do you still work with a coach in different areas of your life? Oh yeah. So on top of that, I'm one of the senior ambassadors for Evercoach where, where we facilitate masterminds. So I constantly grow, learn and grow through, through Evercoach platform and through Mind Valley platform. And I'm also regional ambassador for Sweden. So. 
you know, Mind Valley has some of the best mentors. So I'm, I'm constantly exposed to, to the brilliant minds. I'm also a partner with Dean Tony. So they're like big knowledge broker industry. I have my own uh, publicity mentor, Selena Sue. She's just awesome. Like I've been working with her for past nine months and, and I prolong for next nine months. So it's just, yeah, but I love to, to really get into a specific areas and I mentioned, I think I meant, no, that was on my podcast. I recently like really dove deep into relationship and just soaking in all of the things of personal mastery. And I'm going through the program with Robin Sharma and that can really help me to, to just be more focused on, on the things that I really loved and small, like daily acts, like we will, we just bring in like little things, new things uh, every single day. It really helps me to create better habits. And, and that, that, yeah, I think that's that. <laughs> so you shove a lot of things into one day. So my ideal day, and this is what I'm doing like all day long. So first day is like my routine. I'm so unapologetic about that. 5 a.m. Uh, I do my stuff. It's such a peaceful morning for me. I need to get into my, my, my mental game and my A game. Then we spend a little bit of time with the girls. Mm. Then I start like around 8.30, I start my day. Usually it's post- podcasts, workshops, speaking or coaching. Mm. These are the things that I love to do. Like these are all, all the time on the schedule. We have Mondays and Fridays with the team and Mondays for admin Fridays. And uh, yeah, and in between, I just love to connect with people. When I have like five minutes, I go on Insta and just um, send the voice message to some to a new friend or whatever. Like I love, I seriously love to connect with people. So if you're on Insta and you, and you find me, like, just send me a voice message. I, I would love to sing back to you. That's awesome. You will not give me singing to you, but I might leave you. That's rich. I don't want to damage your ears when you hear me singing. No, really? <laughs> That's pretty bad. Okay. So now really my last question. I love to ask this one because we're all uh, constantly learning. And I've talked about how much books have impacted me. But what are the top three books that you've read, at least that you recall, and why should everybody read? Big Leaf, Guy Hendricks. I was like, yeah, everyone should read that multiple times. There is no, like, we are limiting ourselves. So, so just stop, like, right there. Your, your own biggest limitations. There are no fears outside of you. I recently read Jai Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk. It really changed my perspective of tuning into my intuition and really developed that connection with myself and kind of be still and, and peaceful with myself, being peace with, with the emotions, with everything that is happening, like in, even in in roller coaster that we are experiencing, I really trust myself. So Jay Shetty, like I definitely recommend. And the book that really kind of changed my life in 2016 as book from Nick Pigeon, Now is Your Chance, 30 Day Guide to Happiness. I really say like happiness is a, a choice and she really guides you through 30 days of how to be more mindful that we always have that choice to be happy no matter what. Awesome. Love it. I don't know that I've read any of those, so I'm going to add them to my list. Thank you. This is great. Any parting shots that you want to throw at the audience before we call it a day or an evening in your case, because it's much later there than it is here. Yeah, absolutely. So 
I actually have an action step for you guys. And I would love for you to go to this podcast that you're listening right now. And I want you to give Clint uh, a review, a five-star review, and tell him why he is a, such a great podcaster. Wow. That was generous. Thank you so much. I know as a podcaster, I know that this is sometimes like a really um, hard thing to, you know, ah, reviews, but it's, it really helps us to reach more people, to reach our voice. So guys, really, he's such a generous and such an awesome host. So, so go like stop and, and go and give him a review. Thanks, D. I appreciate that. And my action step would be go check out Dee's website and seriously tune into the podcast. She is a blast. I, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by her and it was just a fun conversation that we were just laughing. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's been a really fun conversation. And again, we'll have all the information in the show notes. You can check it out. And if you want to connect with Parker or I, you can find us on nextpeakpodcast.com or on Parker's website leadyoufirst.com until next week keep climbing your next peak